interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. Yeah, uh, so it is Sadie Hawkins Day today where women ask the men to get married. That is an old-time tradition. I've heard of it. I've heard of that happening. I personally don't know anyone it's happened to where the woman has asked the guy, but I wonder when the woman proposes, does she go through the whole rigmarole that the guy, that some of the guys do where they, you know, you get on the knee and you you pop out the bling and you you go through this big spiel or is it just uh, yeah, what do you want to do do this? Yeah. You know, I, I never asked Taryn to marry me. <laughs> she kind of asked me, as it was, because she entered us into that contest at the, you know, Chihuly Glass Museum and the Space Needle and everything. And she's like, hey, you can I enter us into this thing? And if we win, you know, they'll, they'll throw us a, you know, we'll get married and everything. I said, sure, whatever. I didn't think we'd win. I mean, I wanted to marry her, but... I had I never asked her because we, we we found out on like a Tuesday that yes you've been picked and we got married that Saturday so I never had a chance to ask her so that was more of a we might be doing this thing from her yes. from her yes. vantage point there all right well yeah I wonder if women actually uh, if they if they if they do I I would think you probably boy that's a it's it's always embarrassing when you see the guy. Get and and they pop these things up on social media where the guy proposes and and then she says no and runs away. Some of those are hoaxes, but some of them are probably true. You know where the woman says, "Oh, I no, need to or, think about it." Yeah, yeah, and turns him down. That's that. That's a lot for a woman to be putting herself. It's a lot for a guy to be putting herself himself out there, but more so for a woman because it's a role reversal. It's much more unconventional. But if you get turned down, yeah. But she, like our caller was telling us at the origins of this whole thing, if you're standing there with pie, your chances go up. I think for yeah, any kind of really good food thing. I <laughs> I don't know a guy who's going to say no to that. Another cheesehead got arrested for overdoing it at the Villages. 68-year-old John from Menominee Falls, Wisconsin. He was in a golf cart when he got arrested for his DUI. He was driving his gold 2017 Easy Go golf cart. Is that a golf cart? Just before 8 o'clock Monday night when he made a right turn without coming to a complete stop. (laughs) Yeah, even the golf carts have to abide by those rules. Um, it appeared he had been he had been drinking, and uh, John told the police officer, "Well, I just had a couple beers at the restaurant, but multiple twelve ounce Yingling beers were found in a black zippered bag with ice in John's golf cart. So he's got <laughs> a crushed can of Yingling was found on the rear of the golf cart, and uh, there was also that black smoking device with a substance that tested positive for THC that was found in the console area." Of the golf cart. At the Villages? At the Villages. Wow. Jan. I got your THC in this next story. There's a, um, we'll go to Georgetown, Kentucky, where police uh, went out on a, on a re, they received a drug complaint tip at 420 Liquors. <laughs> 420 Liquors, the liquor store. Some people said they're selling pot right out in the open at the liquor store. And they're not named 420 Liquors because they sell pot. (laughs) 
They happen to be, that's the, the address of the place, 420 North Broadway in Georgetown. So they call the place 420 Liquors. But when you choose that name, oh, yeah. you probably shouldn't sell drugs openly no, no, no. in the liquor store no. if it's named 420 Liquors. The cops went there and found pound, multiple pounds of marijuana, and they were selling it openly in the store. The marijuana is pending testing at the lab, but it's more likely that's what they were doing. No arrests have been made, but the investigation is ongoing. Great name, but you're inviting trouble with yeah. that one. Uh, and finally, yeah, he's back in the news. The the Kansas City Chiefs fan, the Chiefsaholic. This is the guy who gets into the wolf costume. He's one of their more famous, iconic, or he was fans. Kind of like he's gotten more famous since this story about his extracurricular activities. But he was one of those guys, like you know how the Seahawks they've Seahawks the Twelves have a yeah the Hulk guy and some other ones who you see. They when they do crowd shots, they're on most of the games. This guy used to have get that kind of treatment. This guy with his wolf costume until he started robbing banks to pay for all the road trips he went on to visit the Chiefs. Well, now he is. Uh, the other day he pled guilty to robbery and he is facing fifty years in jail. This wasn't one or two banks that this guy robbed to to go to all these Chiefs games. This guy did 11 robberies across seven states to, you know, catch the the Chiefs on the road. And then after he got arrested and then he was sentenced to house arrest, he cut off his ankle monitor in <laughs> March of last year and uh, got him. He was in trouble again, and he wasn't captured until July, later in July of that year. And then he tried laundering money that he stole through casinos and online gambling and all that kind of stuff. So, well, wasn't it 50 years between when the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl and the the most current run? Something think, like that. Yeah. So a long maybe time. 50 years from now, when he gets out, they'll be on another run. Yeah.